when wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy, the judges are drunk, the verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. There are three different methods okay. of creating sparkling wine. Burping, farting, queefing. Shockingly, no. Okay, I tried. Welcome to... True Crimes. Against Wine. I'm Topher. I'm Rachel. I'm excited for today. Me too. Let's pop this open. Let's pop it open. So... Today's fun because we are doing the wine of celebrations. We're doing sparkling bubbles today. Yes. And um, that's always fun. I'm excited yeah. because we haven't done that yet. And this is going to involve some fun things to talk about. But mm-hmm. this is also going to be a treat for our listeners because it's a scientific fact that because of the aeration and sparkling wine. Okay. It makes you drunk faster than taking shots of liquor. Well, let's so open this So this is going to be really nice. Okay, so as you're doing this, I'm taking the cage off very carefully. You don't have to do that, but this cage is a little bit spiky and I didn't want to hurt my hands. Okay, that's fair. So you want to always make sure that you're holding on to the top of the cork. And contrary to popular belief, you should not be hearing that loud pop. Well. That's actually very uncouth. Sometimes you can't help it. I was once told by one of my wine gurus when I was training that the proper sound that you should be hearing when you open a bottle of champagne or sparkling Mm -hmm. is the gentle sound of a nun queefing. So. There we go. And there it is. Was that gentle enough? That was very gentle. Was that nun-like enough? I've not known very many nuns. I'll start with you. Thank you. Also, another thing to note, which I thought you would have brought up, but I guess you didn't. Um, Rude. We're starting off hostile right away. Okay. Right away. We are not drinking out of champagne flutes. No, we're not. So there's actually a reason for that. Okay. Champagne flutes were actually invented back in the 1600s by a guy who was uh, obsessed with the aesthetics of things. Okay. And he... He set the trend for drinking champagne out of flutes mm-hmm. because it has a tighter area that the wine is in. Uh huh. I know that was a very phallic hand gesture. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. International no, sign keep, for keep <laughs> talking about tight flutes. areas. But basically, what that does is it allows you to see the bubbles more clearly. Okay. And in a more aesthetically pleasing way. Okay. What it also does is make it so that you can't actually taste. The, the oh, so it's better shipping. to have more of an open. Yeah, because path. at that point you're getting a little bit more aeration happening. Your nose is involved as you're taking your that sip, you know, and okay. so you're able to get the the aroma of it as well as a, a more open palate. All right, so, well, cheers, cheers. All right, I'm gonna sniff it first. I'm not gonna do my usual gulp. I, you are learning slowly. You're retaining knowledge. This is good. Very slowly, I'm learning. Mm. It's very fruity in the mm-hmm. smell. That's the first thing that I'm getting. Also, is this a is this a sparkling rosé? Yep, it oh, is. Lovely. So it's a beautiful rose gold color, like a really true rose gold, it, not like a pink. Yeah, this is extremely pretty. Um, yes, you know, really, really nice root champagnes and those dry mm-hmm. sparkling wines have such a beautiful like golden baked bread tint to it. You know, yeah. And this has that, but with that little nice. Pa- Ooh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
I don't think you. I don't. It. I didn't. I, I caught it. Wow, You're that was impressive. Sloshing it around. Very. Just, I get very excited. Apparently. So I know that this is from Burgundy. Okay. What else do you know about it? It is from an area called the Cote d'Or, okay. which is French for the Golden Slope. Okay. And it's called that because after harvest, when autumn sets in, mm-hmm. the vines get these beautiful red and gold uh, colorings to them. So it's, it's kind of like really pretty. this color? Kind of like that color, probably, yeah. Fantastic. All right. Um, and specifically, it's from the Cote de Bonne region. So Cote d'Or is divided between the Cote de Nuit, which is the mm-hmm. night slope, mm-hmm. and the Cote de Bonne. And... Coat of Bones, yep. The Coat of Bones, mm-hmm. exactly. Got it. Cote de Nuit is known for having some of the most expensive wines in France. They oh. are going to be in the thousand and up range. So we have not tried any of those, nor this will we. This is from Cote de Bone. <laughs> um, Cote de Bones. Which is a very varied region. Um, Cote de Nuit tends to deal mainly with Pinot Noirs, which okay. is what... what Burgundy is really well known for is Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. They mix things up a little bit when they go down into the Cote de Bone area. They're a little bit more fluid with what they're allowed to grow there and, and bottle. So okay. I'm excited. Let's let's taste it. Well, I already took a little sip earlier, but okay. Mmm. It's very dry, kind of tart. Mm-hmm. It has really tight bubbles to it, which is nice. I'm not comfortable with your adjective tight. I would you rather I said loose bubbles? No, no, never mind. Let's just stick with tight. So tight bubbles <laughs> is the sensation that you get on your tongue. With, You're not helping yourself, by the way. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess I opened it with the whole nun queefing situation. You, yeah, you put my there's mind no, in the gutter. There's no going back. Mm-mm. No, tight <laughs> bubbles is the feeling that you get on your your tongue with the. The proximity of the bubbles to each other. Like there is a difference in different types of sparkling wine with how it feels on your tongue. The bubbles that you're going to get from a Prosecco, for instance, are going to be a little bit larger uh-huh. bubbles versus these smaller tight bubbles happening here. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. All right. If you had to go by the name tight bubbles, what would be your job? Oh, I would definitely be a pop singer. Really? That's where you're going. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would be tight bubbles, the pop singer. Okay. I would probably do a lot of radio jingles for champagne. Okay, so you'd have endorsements lined up ready to go. Totally. Got it. Yeah, and I would I would be rocking a lot of like really cool hairstyles. Very No, I think more of lo- along the lines, maybe some curls sometimes. You'd have to I mean with bubbles, you'd have to have. Well, I was picturing more of like the the late 90s kind of the Clarissa explains it all okay. era where you've got like the multiple like ponytail things, like the you short have, like, ones. like a zigzag part. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Love and it. then like the really fun, like multicolored um, rubber bands in your hair, you okay. know? Yeah. Okay. I'll accept that. Yeah. All right. Tight bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be talking a little bit about how sparkling wine is made. Okay. As we go along. But do we want to, can I see the bottle? Is it time for that yet? Yeah. You know, why not? Let's see this bottle. It makes it easier to to keep it so before on the i table see it without I, me knocking it over i do have a guess as to who it is oh, using okay. some clues okay. from the area so one okay. thing that i know about burgundy is that it has a very strict uh system in place for what's allowed to be grown how okay. the wine is is made and it has a very long history of that and mm-hmm. so it's difficult to get into it's kind of an exclusive area mm-hmm. their inheritance laws are kind of convoluted and weird mm-hmm. and so for a lot of the vineyards when you die the inheritance laws state that every single one of your children uh-huh. is an equal heir and uh-huh. so 
Like you have vineyards that keep getting subdivided and subdivided and subdivided, but obviously they're all still like working together, but there are literal places where one son owns one vine and then right next to it, his sister owns another vine and then their uncle. Yeah. So it's like, it's really interesting how they're able to work that out, but also Uh the soil of the area, it's a prehistoric area. And isn't, wait, aren't all areas prehistoric? Um, like in terms of, no, in terms of like the accessibility of the, of that soil. Okay. That so you doesn't have to sound think, real, but okay. No, because you have to think like, yes, everything is prehistoric. However, uh, how far do you have to dig down before you get to those fossils? Does that make sense? I'm still thinking it's kind of bullshit, but okay. Anyway, so it's, it's limestone <laughs> soil and it's made up. Mainly. So are the bones closer to the surface? They are. Okay. So it's made up mainly like you can be digging your, your plow through mm-hmm. uh, the vineyard and just plowing. Pull. One might You're say. plowing through before you get those tight bubbles. And you can literally be pulling uh-huh. fossils up out of the ground of fossilized sea sponges. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. They're just like everywhere. So my theory is mm-hmm. because you have to already be involved in the area kind of to be in it. Mm-hmm. All of these fossils. I think that the celebrity is SpongeBob SquarePants. <gasps> oh, my God. Topher. Did I do it? You were so wrong. Take a look at the oh, bottle. Okay. Though. So L-V-E. Mm-hmm. I thought at first these were like Roman numerals, but E is not a Roman numeral. Nah. So French, you want it to be, you can French it sparkling wine. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a legend vineyard exclusive. So who is that person then? Okay. So there's a, a cute like... Like rose, like a kind of like yeah. a seal or stamp thing uh-huh. on it. Legend. Wait, is this John Legend? Yes. <gasps> oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. See, this makes a lot of sense because he is filthy, stinking rich. So yes, of course he could afford to like get into this area. Of course he can. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and this also mm-hmm. bodes well because I've only had a couple of sips, but this okay. bodes well for the quality of the wine uh-huh. that we're getting here. Take a look at the back. The label doesn't tell you a lot, which I think. From mm-hmm. what we've had before with French wines is kind of typical. It, it is, yeah. They don't give you a lot of information. Yes. So I do know because, you know, Fact Checker likes to give me just little context clues ahead of time. Right. I don't know anything about the celebrity. But I do know yeah. the town that this comes from, which is Nuit Saint-Georges, mm-hmm. which is in Côte d'Abonne. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that this is classified as, as far as the type of sparkling wine mm-hmm. it is. It's a, a Von Monsieur's. Okay. Which we'll get into later as well. There's th- basically three different types of French sparkling wine. There's champagne, mm-hmm. Cremant, and uh, Von Monsieur's. Okay. So. Yeah. So it's it's a cute bottle. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the simplicity. It's not mm-hmm. gimmicky at all. That's No, fun. it's it's not gimmicky. Like, it's a classic yeah. bottle. Like, it won't look outdated. Yes. Later on. And we've had a lot of different types of labels and bottles that we've mm-hmm. gone with. And there are some that I wouldn't call it gimmicky, but like Mary J. Blige's. Had yeah. a really, but it was more of like an artistic expression on the label. Yeah, it was very striking. Um, which I think fits her personality mm-hmm. really well. I like the simplicity and kind of just timelessness of this one. I think yeah. it works well for like what he's trying to project in terms of John it, Legend. It you goes know? with his music, yeah. I would agree. I do wonder what the LVE is though. Oh, Legend yeah. Vineyard okay. Experience. Duh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I got there in the end, so that's what matters. <laughs> It's okay. When I first saw it, I misread it as live. I I was thinking love, like <laughs> okay, without the yeah. oh yeah. And I was like, oh, because he you know plays shows and they're live shows and 
Then I was like, oh, no, you dummy. There's not an eye in there. It's true that all like you can listen to him on your iPod and it's still a live experience. Yes. That's how that works. I listen to him on my Walkman. Yes. Do you do cassettes or CDs? Hell yeah, cassettes. See, I do CDs, but every now and then I got to spank the the Walkman because it skips. It skips, you know? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big problem. Yeah. All right. So what do you want to know about John? Or what do you know about John Legend? Okay. So I don't know a whole lot. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is pretty par for the course at this point. Mm-hmm. You've come to expect this yep. level of ignorance from me. So what our listeners demand. So I know the most important things that I know about him mm-hmm. are that obviously he's a, a musician. Yep. I do know a couple of his songs. Okay. One of them, well, we'll get into that in a second. Me and Fact Checker have a, a history with one of his songs. Interesting. Yes, salacious history. Oh, interesting. Um, Let's get into that now. So the song All of Me, uh-huh. I'm a huge fan of. I've uh-huh. always loved that song since it came out. Mm-hmm. And so Fact Checker and I actually kind of got together around the time that that song came out. Okay. And Fact Checker is nodding. That's we, accurate. We met at a karaoke bar. And so shortly, I mean, not not shortly, shortly, but like a few months into us dating mm-hmm. and I'm starting to like get the feels for him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to sing this song at the karaoke bar for him. Okay. And it's going to be like this magical romantic experience, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I like, I put my song in and I'm waiting for my turn and I'm like only a couple of turns away before I'm going to go up. Mm-hmm. And this other dude gets up and fucking sings. My song that I'm supposed to be singing to this dude. He's not even there with a dude. He's just singing it. I was going to dedicate this song to my lover. (laughs) And yeah, so he totally like stole my thunder. I had to like go and tell the karaoke dude who thankfully I knew like I've got to switch to my my B-side. Like I can't can't do this song now and come back and I'm all pissed. And I'm about to tell him like. Sorry that this got spoiled, but I was going to surprise you. And thankfully, before I have a chance to get that out of my mouth, Fact Checker says, I fucking hate this song. It is so (laughs) cheesy. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) That's fantastic. So you're just like, yeah, I hate that song, too. Yeah. So no. I agree. It is cheesy. No offense to John Legend. Fact Checker is not a fan of that song. However, I still am. I think it's a great song. So, John, we will take your endorsement money. Fact Checker has no part of it. It's fine. Not, no, we're going to dock his pay for sure. We will. So the, th- the thing that really gets Fact Checker and makes him laugh every time he hears it uncontrollably uh-huh. is the line in the song that says, you're my magical mystery ride, <laughs> <laughs> which taken by itself is actually a really funny line i can see where he would get that but yeah do you sometimes just whisper that to i do i asleep? do not as he falls asleep but sometimes <laughs> sometimes he knows i like to make things weird yeah in moments like when, yeah. when it's getting like really sexy or romantic and uh-huh. so sometimes i'll just whisper really i'll whisper really weird things to him and mm-hmm. that's one of the things that i'll do sometimes <laughs> yeah so cheers to that. yeah i love cheers, that cheers to making things weird yep hmm so yeah, so I know I know that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that he's married to Chrissy Teigen. Yes, who, who's had some controversy, but she's recently. she's very entertaining to me. I'm sure yeah. you'll talk to me about the controversy because yeah, I'm not will. really in on that. I also know that he's a judge on The Voice, and mm-hmm. I I'm a weird person about The Voice. I really love the first few episodes of every season mm-hmm. where they do the blind turns, yeah. and then I completely lose interest after yeah. that. But it's fun to watch his interactions with, like, Blake Shelton and Kelly Clarkson and Nick Jonas. hmm So. Yeah, so we'll talk about it. So John Legend, 
His real name is not Legend, by the way. Shocker. I know. His name is John Roger Stevens. That sounds like Captain America's name. Isn't his name like Roger Stevens or something like that? Or Steve Rogers or Mr. There Rogers? Yeah, he's Mr. Rogers. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Mr. Rogers has been Captain America all along. I would believe that, though. I could see it. I could see it fitting in. I yeah. could see like an episode where like Captain America goes to Mr. Rogers and they like have a little PSA or something. Yeah. Also, I think that. I think Mr. Rogers would make a great Captain America because he wouldn't actually like fight violently with people. He would like sit down with Thanos or whoever and be like, let's talk about why you're grumpy. Let's work Sometimes hard I feel and grumpy. Talk about feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it happening. So John Legend was born John Rogers Stevens in 1978 in Ohio. Does that mean that Chrissy Teigen is Mrs. Stevens? I guess. Is it Stevens with a V or a PH? PH. I just need to be able to picture PH. it in my head. Okay. PH. His mom was a seamstress and his dad was a factory worker. He was homeschooled by his mom until he was 12 years old. Oh, wow. And he started high school at 12. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, she, she did a good job then. Yeah. I was yeah. also homeschooled, she knows her but I did not start high school at 12. Well, I guess I, John Legend is smarter than you. It sounds like it. Oh, oh. He's, oh, crap. he's certainly <laughs> making a lot more money than me. Well, so. yeah. Same. He started playing piano when he was four. Wow. He was a he's real, kind of a savant. Yeah, he's a really, really smart guy. Or not a savant, a prodigy. Sorry, prodigy. savant is different. Well, okay, yeah, prodigy. And then he started playing, and his family was very active in church and, like, church choir and stuff. I, I feel like he's talked about that at The Voice at certain yeah. points, like his, like, gospel background mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And that's very apparent in a lot of his songs, too. Mm-hmm. But he started playing, like, in church when he was just seven years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. So he's, like, a really smart, precocious kid. Do you know what, like denomination he grew up in was he like baptist or uh, i'm gonna go with christian cool 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 cool. <laughs> i don't know so he definitely wasn't playing piano in the buddhist temple yeah, i can confidently say that's not there was no like church of satan happening that we're i doubt of. that yeah yeah okay yeah i know i don't know a denomination gotcha john tell us yeah <laughs> write to us at two, two crimes, crimes against, against one at gmail.com you know, you can write to us, too. It doesn't just have to be from John Legend. Yeah, if you happen to know what religion he is. Tell us. Tell or us. if you want to pretend to be John Legend and write us an email. We won't know. Catfish away. Yeah. Cool. Go for it. We'll give you our credit card numbers. Whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Good luck. Have fun with that. <laughs> Not enough to get a full tank of gas, I'll tell you that much. There you go. Um, so he graduated high school when he was 16. And he was, yeah, very smart. Not only did he do that, but he graduated as the salutatorian. So he was like second in his class. Wow. Fact checker always brags that because he skipped a grade, he graduated at 17. Well, you know what? Fact checker and I are the literal exact same age. So me too. I didn't skip grade. I started early. Fact checker, is that what happened with you too? Yeah. So we're very smart. We're on the same level as John Legend, basically, is what I'm saying. Well, I feel like the big dum-dum in the room for doing things the traditional way. (laughs) You're just the traditionalist here, Topher. It's true. So Staunchly conservative. That's Topher. (laughs) At 15, um, John Legend won an award for a Black History essay contest that was sponsored by McDonald's. Oh. And in it, he wrote about how he was going to, like, change Black history by being like a successful musician, which she has gone on to be. Wow. So good job, 15 How old year old. Did you say? Oh, 15? 15, yeah. yeah. That's so, okay, so he's super smart. Yeah. Starting Musical. high school, 
super early. He's a musical prodigy and he's a psychic. Yes. He is a psychic. You've heard it here first. I mean, he was able to tell his own future. I know. It's pretty amazing. I think he's very determined. Yeah, it sounds like it. He sounds like a very driven individual. Yeah, he got into Harvard, Georgetown, and Morehouse, but he ultimately decided to go to the University of Pennsylvania. Which is a fantastic school. Which is an Ivy League school. Yeah. Yeah. So, well done. Damn, that's, I mean, that's such a success story when you think about, like, his father being a factory worker and his, his mother being a seamstress. seamstress. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they didn't go to college, but it just sounds, given the era and the context around that, that maybe he was even the first person to go to college in his family and to have he, that he sort of... He might have been. He has three other siblings, and I don't I don't know, like, what their story gotcha. is. But he's obviously but somebody, be, like, very yeah, motivated. the first generation and, in his family. And super, super smart and motivated, too. And go um, to Ivy League school, damn. Yeah, and when he was in college, he majored in English literature. Me, too. Uh, Me, too, John Legend. Uh, Let's be buddies. Man. Mm-hmm. And my parents said, you can't get rich off that. And I thought that I was proving that. And then John Legend <laughs> has to swoop in and just be like, Damn it, what? you ruined it for all of <laughs> but literate dummies. <laughs> he graduated magna cum laude in 1999. Come from through. There. But while he was there, he started to get more and more involved in music. So he joined an acapella group, like all good college nerds do. I love that he's, okay, he's living this academic lifestyle mm-hmm. and fucking killing it. Yep. And he's like, you know... Here I am studying my ass off, making amazing grades at an Ivy League school, mm-hmm. but I just have so much extra time on my hands. Mm-hmm. I guess I should probably turn to my old love of music yeah. and develop this hobby some more. Meanwhile, my ass would have been like, I'm drowning right now. Yeah. Yep, basically. But his acapella group, they got on a CD in 1998 called Best of Collegiate Acapella, which now I really want to kind of find that CD. Okay, that sounds like the nerdiest CD ever, and I'm yeah. super into it. It's like and we the, should play it at every uh-huh. like gathering, social gathering that we have. Be like, we've got the hot jams here. <laughs> play. Yes, I bet it's actually really good. Well, I bet it would be cool. But there, do you know what their song was that was on there? What what era would this? 1998. Be? 1998. It's a okay. very 90s song by a woman singer that they a covered. Woman singer, mm-hmm. hit me, baby, one more time. Nope. Um, Fact checkers gonna love it because he loves angry '90s women. Oh, is this a um, Alanis Morissette song? No, it's the song um, "One of Us" by Joan Osborne. I don't know who you any know. Of those you know, you know, you know the song. It's like, "What if God?" Was oh yes, one, one of, of us. us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his acapella. That was always the song that was in like the angsty scenes yes. and um, the like teen dramas yeah. of that era, like the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it was probably in like a Dawson's Creek episode at some point. I must have been. It feels very. Well, somebody's Dawson's like driving Creek. in the rain and crying after yeah. a breakup or, so, yeah. or a missed connection. Even yeah. like it's not even a fully like a breakup. But it's like something has inconvenienced me exactly. in my life and I'm and sad just, about it. And they feel feel so deeply in their soul. Exactly. This wrong. That was yeah. the '90s. Um, so yeah, so that was that. He also started playing piano. Well, I mean, he had been playing piano, but he started doing it professionally. Um, he played on Lauren Hill's uh, album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. He played piano on the track Everything is Everything. This is while he's in college? While still? he's still in college. Okay. I'm starting to get a little pissed off. 
So I feel were, very inadequate right now. If you were writing a fictional character, would all of these things be believable? So no, <laughs> no. This is totally like when you read the old detective fiction, and I'm talking mm-hmm. like even pre-Poirot, kind of like Sherlock Holmes, where uh-huh. it's like, okay, so this dude is a violin virtuoso, mm-hmm. a member of Mensa. A drug addict. A drug, like, where does he find the time for all these things? Exactly. Yeah, yeah this is how this feels. Yeah, basically. Wait, was he also a drug addict while this was happening? No, apparently, I think he's lived like a pretty clean life from what I researched. Or. Or he's good at hiding it. I was going to say, or one of his other secret talents is being a, like, having a debilitating drug addiction, but being so high functioning that he's able to hide it. Well, then it's not debilitating, is it? Well. It's enhancing. I guess so. <laughs> Maybe that's where he gets his energy. Maybe. This. I don't know. Oh, man. And then now we're getting to, like, libel law. Yeah, I, we, we don't believe Oops. that. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. So after he graduated from college, he went on to record like some demo CDs and like a live CD when he started like touring and playing shows. His big break came, and I'll let you talk about the wine in a second. I'm I sorry, see you looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's just gone flat. Are we giving it a zero? Not mine has bubbles. Look, coming well, up. Why the is center. yours different from mine? I don't Look know. at that. I don't have like anything happening. I mean, I guess there's like a little bit, but it's For not someone the same. who calls himself tight bubbles. That's a little disappointing. Okay, well, it's not my wine. <laughs> I can't just that's I'm not Not yet not until you buy out John Tight Bubbles isn't my superhero name where I can just manifest (laughs) tight bubbles whenever I want them well I think you should now I feel like I should too (laughs) maybe that's my new career I'm not I'm not a well I'm pop singer by day and superhero that's your alternate secret identity yeah exactly okay his really big break came when he did backup vocals for Kanye West Oh, interesting. And that's that's not where I thought that that was going to go. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, like, being on Lauren Hill's, like, huge album was like, okay, you've you've got your foot in the door. Like, you're being connected with other Also, I don't really know anything about Kanye West. I don't think I'd realized that he'd been around that long. Kanye West has been around a while. Because that's, like, 23 years ago. Well, now we're in, like, 01. Still, it's 20 years ago. It's the end. That's a long career. So, yeah, after he started, I'm sorry, this wine's making me burp. Why it's didn't you get bubbles. all the bubbles? Damn it. <laughs> I feel like this wine's discriminating against me. This wine's homophobic. <laughs> oh. You heard it here first. Oh. Um, yeah, this is when he chose like Legend as a stage name. Uh-huh. And he had his like breakthrough album get lifted in 2004. And that like debuted on like the Billboard Top 100, whatever, whatever. Lifted. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know any of that. Um, I know yeah. all of me. That's all I know. Okay, that's the one song you know. Yeah. Okay. I probably maybe know some of his more recent stuff that was like featured on the radio or a soundtrack, but yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we'll you see, know yeah. in a bit. I'll give you a little bit more time to drink some wine before we cross-examine you. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we all know this is going to hit us. I mean, it's already kind of hitting me. Uh-huh. Yep. I agree with that. Let's finish these glasses and fill up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to fill up and then I'll get some more bubbles. Mm-hmm. Woo. Sounds Oh, good. when you said finish these glasses, you meant let's chug the rest as though it's a shot. I took a generous sip. Generous <laughs> is a generous term for it. <laughs> I think generous sip is going to be my secret identity. Ooh, I love it. So tiny <laughs> bubbles and generous, generous sip. sip. Oh, I love it. But how does your rap name White Peppa factor into all of this? Um, well, I feel like if I can have my alter ego during the uh-huh. day be the pop singer, that sometimes I'm going to have to make an alter, alter ego appearance as my rap persona. Ooh. Will Tight Bubbles and White Pepper ever, like, collaborate? Do a collaboration? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. With Mr. Stevens, if you're nasty. 
11. Which is John. I assume that's John Legend's. Well, he did. He did work with Janet Jackson. Did he? Yeah. He's worked with everybody. Sounds like it. Yeah. He was on Sesame Street, too. Oh, that's so wholesome. I know. Isn't that cute? I love it. He did a cute little song called It Feels Good When You Sing a Song with a cart or not a cartoon. Oh, my God. This wine is hitting me. With a Muppet that was an owl called Hoots. Oh, my God. That's so adorable. It's like a jazz singing owl. That makes my soul happy. I know. I love that. I know. Cheers. Cheers. So you've got more bubbles now. I do have more bubbles. Yeah. Okay. So this may be our most wholesome uh, guest so far. I really think so. Not guest. He is a guest. He's sitting in the corner very quietly. (laughs) We like to put our guests on trial. It's, It's called hospitality. Not kidnapping, (laughs) hospitality, forced hospitality. So, okay. So now we've refilled our glasses. All right. You tell me about this wine and we'll we'll get back to John Legend's life in a bit. But let's hear about the wine that you're very critical of. I'm Well, I'm not very critical of. I I was critical of the bubbles. I had a moment. I'm happy now that I have more bubbles. Okay. I was just jonesing for some bubbles. That's the hit single from Type Bubbles. (laughs) Right. So I would actually like to hear from you. It's not going to be a quiz. Okay, good. Thank you. It's more of like an essay question. Okay, I do better with those. Yeah. So I would like to hear from you. Mm -hmm. How does wine get to be sparkling? How do you make sparkling wine? You put carbonation in it. How? Mm, I'm assuming a bottle and tubes. Like a like a soda fountain situation. Uh-huh. Yep. Like you've got your syrup and then you're also your CO two mm-hmm. tank mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is not correct. Shockingly. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> However, CO two is involved in okay. it. Okay. So you, do you just blow it in. You do. Yes. <laughs> you use a like a South American blowpipe mm-hmm. with a little cartridge mm-hmm. and you just infuse it right into the bottle. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. So. It's a natural process that happens. Okay. For the most part. All right. There are certain cheap wines, cheap sparkling. We're talking like, you know, gas station champagne, where they will infuse it with CO2 after the fact. Mm-hmm. However, that is frowned upon. Okay. Um, so it happens because when you are putting yeast and sugar into a very compact, tight area. Mm-hmm. Is that word again? I'm so burpy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm trying the to have a serious talk. conversation with you right now. <laughs> I know. Uh, so when you when you put the yeast and sugar uh-huh. into those confined quarters, mm-hmm. the natural reaction that happens is that they start to produce CO2, which produces the bubbles. Mm-hmm. So there are three different methods okay. of creating sparkling wine. Burping, farting, queefing. Shockingly, no. Okay, I tried. Um, you set me up for that. Although I do wonder, because I know that burping is like a natural reaction to the bubbles yes as we've established as someone who does not have the proper parts to queef is this something that happens to you i'm sure if you put champagne up a vagina it would happen oh i don't think that's how it's meant to be enjoyed no i don't think so either but it might i don't i'm not here to judge (laughs) i i actually actually know we are here to judge that's literally the only reason that we're here that is the premise of this podcast i take that back um your your champagne your vagina your choice so the first method <laughs> i'm so get back sorry on track. i got you off track um the first method is uh called the traditional method okay um that's how champagne is made in the actual champagne region of french okay. which is 
why you're allowed to call that champagne. Mm-hmm. And so basically what you're doing is you're having the wine be bottled and it has a first fermentation and then there's a second fermentation mm-hmm. as well that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at that point, you're aging the wine on the lees, which is the dead yeast. Okay. okay. And that is what's causing that chemical reaction to happen. And so what you want to do is you take the bottle and you put it at a very kind of acute angle mm-hmm. facing downward so that mm-hmm. the sediment starts to settle at the bottom. And then mm. there's a process called riddling. And that's where you're turning that bottle at like a small amount of a radius, you know, okay. throughout its aging process and fermentation huh. process to disturb that sediment and bring it down. And that's an ancient technique. And actually, like now nowadays, a lot of times they'll do that mechanically, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there are still places that use the hand method where there's like a thousand bottles and the monk's job is to go down and once every couple of weeks, like just turn it clockwise. Well, what else like, are a they doing with their time? Praying, making beer, tending the bees. Actually sounds like a lovely life. It really does. <laughs> like, doesn't that sound so... Sounds very calm. Yes. There's like no stress. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I I would wonder like what kind of interpersonal drama is happening within the oh, monastery. Oh, I'm sure they've got drama. Like if somebody could make the real housewives of monks, monks, that would be amazing. Like Brother Joseph got yeah. this snazzy burlap and to wear. Can you believe it? Because in Real Housewives, you know, they do the confessionals. Yeah. <gasps> this would actually be confessionals. I love it. You know we what? Just, yes. Just mount a hidden camera in the confession booth. I just want to hear all They'll the juicy cool shit. They'll be cool with it. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. We don't have to tell them. No. They don't need to know. It's fine. Yeah. They, they signed a thing. Sure. They, it's, not, it's not my fault they didn't read it. Exactly. Learn how to read, monks. Um, I'm yeah. sure they're very educated. That's not accurate on my part at all. They're, they're, yeah. That's. They're like the first people. Definitely. Who like figured yeah. out reading. They used to be the only ones allowed yeah. to read. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you you do the riddling, which is the mm-hmm. turning of it. And then there's dosage, which is where you come Get on in. a horse and you make a dance fancy. <laughs> it's exactly that. Knew that's, it. That's dressage. Oh, man. Uh, dosage is where you come in at the end and you add a little bit of uh, sugar and wine to, like, balance everything out. Okay. And the levels of that vary depending on what type of wine you have. But that's mm-hmm. why when you see traditional traditional it's hitting us uh traditional champagnes uh it's gonna have like brute extra brute uh sec demi sec all of that that's denoting the amount of sweetness and residual sugar that's Mm -hmm. in that particular bottle i personally like a brute okay try it at home and see what you like all right the other way is the Charmant method. This mm-hmm. was developed in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. And basically you're doing a very similar process, except instead of doing it in the bottle and having to go through all the riddling and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, you're doing it in a pressurized tank. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more of a kind of cost-effective sort of way to do things. And also you're not getting that. So the, the yeast that they're using in the traditional method, mm-hmm. that's why when you drink champagne, you'll get kind of a brioche ready sort of flavor to it. Huh, okay. You're not going to get that in the Charmat method. It's going to be more of a bright fruit forward thing. And that's actually what they use when they make Prosecco. So that's why when you have Prosecco, you get more of those like citrusy fruit notes and apple okay. notes. I never realized that. Yeah. But that's so why Prosecco different. tastes different than mm-hmm. like champagne. Yeah. It's, okay. it's just two different ways of doing it. Um, hmm. And then there's the ancestral method. And this is like how they made sparkling wine to start out. Mm-hmm. And so basically what you're doing is the same exact process chemically as the traditional method, Mm -hmm. but you're not doing the secondary fermentation. So what you're doing is you're starting it 
out fermenting the first time mm-hmm. and then you're immediately bottling it and, the and timing, throwing a fossil in yeah you know like a bath bomb yep. um that's, how and that's where the work. fizz and that's where the fizz comes from duh got it um no but you you bottle it and the timing is very crucial because mm-hmm. you have to have enough sugars so that it actually does start to produce bubbles within the mm-hmm. bottle okay. but if you have too many sugars the bottle will explode <gasps> Ooh, that sounds fun and Doesn't dangerous. Doesn't it? I know. It's so exciting. Can and we also try this? stress-inducing. I think we should. Okay. At um, your house? Thanks. Yeah, right? <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's a really interesting method. And it it used to be very kind of specialized. Like people weren't really doing it anymore. And it's starting to come back into favor. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a type of wine called uh, Pet Nats, mm-hmm. uh, Petulant Natural. And so basically what they're doing is going back to that method of making champagne and you're huh. going to find more sediment because it's it's a natural way of producing wine. Okay. You don't it's have, not just dirty. It's not dirty. No, okay. it's it's a, it's a natural thing that's happening with it. And it's really cool. I've had the privilege of having some pet nuts that were uh, because they're becoming more accessible and I've done some tastings with them. And it's just a really fun experience. It has a little bit more of like a, um, you know, when you have like an actual fresh apple cider. Mm-hmm. It has more of that sort of flavor and texture to it. Mm-hmm. It just, it feels natural. It feels like it's more healthy somehow. I don't it's know. It's more organic. It's, yeah. It's, okay. It's very organic. So that's how you, how you make sparkling wine. All right. Well, let's go make it after we're done recording. I'm making it right now. How? That's my secret. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Topher. Where did you put it? Oh no. <laughs> All right. Are you, um... I feel like I'm kind of ready to cross-examine you. Is it because I, I made you talk about sparkling wine and how it's made? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so are Rachel's you re- a vengeful creature. Oh, I am. Yes, very much. Yeah, let's get back on board with um, John Legend. All right, and- so John Legend, obviously, like, he is a music legend at this point. Like, yes. he's he's gone on to do so much. He's collaborated with um, Lauren Hill, Kanye West, Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige, who we've talked about before. Nice. I love that throwback. Okay. Black Eyed Peas, Stephen Colbert. Did you know that Stephen one? Stephen Colbert? Uh-huh. Because Stephen Colbert will do like some specials and stuff, like musical specials and things like that. So he's worked with him before. Sesame I'm Street. So th- no, I just had like the worst... You know how I am with, like, similar names? Okay, who did you think? I was thinking of Kurt Cobain. What? And I was like, wait, but that would have been before. Fact checker saying that does not track, even for your mind. Um, Stephen Colbert, as in the late night host. Yes, not Kurt Cobain, the dead grunge singer. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that would be hard. That makes Kurt more Cobain sense. I was very confused. In '94, so that would be difficult. But also, he's a prodigy. Um, John Legend is. So I'm yes. like, I don't know. This could be you a know thing. What? It could have happened. It Who could knows? have. We don't actually know. Who knows? All right. So I'm going to give you a um, for a cross examination, a okay. lyrics quiz. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start you off easy. Magical mystery ride. Almost. All right. So you tell me if it's from a John Legend song or not. Can I can I ask a clarifying question here? Sure. Are you going to be including lyrics from other artists that we've talked about? These are all real lyrics. Okay. You tell me if it's from John Ledge. I did not make up lyrics. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll start you off easy. Because all of me loves all of you. Love your curves and all your edges. All your perfect imperfections. Yeah. Um, yes, that is that is correct. That is a John Legend song. Called? All of me. Mm-hmm. It is the one I know. 
Take a little sip, Ben. Yay, celebratory. That was a tribute to his wife, Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. And they played that at their wedding. Oh, did they? Yeah. The music video, they played it. They played the music. Why did I think? Th- oh, I guess they've probably been together for a long time before they, they got together got in 2006. Okay. I was going to say, I thought that they were yeah. married already. Okay. Yeah. They, they got married in 2013, but they had already been gotcha. together for several years. That mm-hmm. makes more sense. Okay. You ready for the next one? No, but yeah. All right. So you got one right. So well done. Good we're start. Off on, we're off to a good, good start. Good okay. start. Okay. Touch your lips just so I know. In your eyes, love it glows. So I'm bare boned and crazy for you. Hmm. Do you want me to repeat? No. Okay. You sure? No, I, I think I've I've got the gist of it. I'm just kind of like, uh, it's hard because I don't have a whole lot of, I don't have anything to go off of in terms of his writing style, that's, except that's for the point. yeah. <laughs> It sounds like it could be him. And, you know, okay. it's throwing me because I don't feel like you would do two in a row, but I also don't have anything to base that off of because yeah, you totally no would. Idea. I'm going to say, yeah, that's that's him. Okay. You're dead wrong. Oh, damn it. Take okay. a sip. That is from Dave Matthews Band. God damn it. Their hit song, Crash. Fact checker knew it right away when I... I'm going to get so much shit for that because ever since we did the Dave Matthews episode, uh-huh. people are constantly coming up to me and they're like... How do you not know Dave Matthews? On the streets? Not on the streets. They're accosting the paparazzi? I don't talk to people on the streets. (laughs) Fact checker got me a bodyguard, so. (laughs) All right, you ready for a new one? Yes. Okay. This ain't a movie. No. No fairy tale conclusion, y'all. Oh, that's it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, why? Because I want it. I, I want it to be. I want him to have had more lyrics than just that one song. Well, I'm going to keep asking you questions. But I don't know. Yes. All right. Well, you're right. You're answering. Yay. Okay. Can you read it again? Celebratory sip. Yeah. It says, this ain't a movie. No. No fairy tale conclusion, y'all. Okay. What song is that? It's a song called Ordinary People. Oh. It's from his first album. Yes. In 2006. Yes. I actually know a line from that song. Okay. Well, not that one, but... No, the one that says we are just ordinary people. Yeah, because he sings it the all title. the time mm-hmm. at on when he's on the Voice. Oh, it's like okay. it's like it's this. It's kind of weird. I I do want to call this out for a second. Mm-hmm. I understand that as human beings, we get songs stuck in our head, uh-huh. and oftentimes we will gravitate towards like maybe a bank of five different songs that mm-hmm. just for whatever reason get stuck in our head. Uh-huh. This appears to be the only song that ever gets stuck in John Legend's head, and it's his own song. And I can kind of understand it because, especially if it's from your first album, mm-hmm. your first big album, you've had to perform it so many times. Mm-hmm. It's been such a hit. Mm-hmm. It's probably just stuck there. But also it's weird, right? That's a little weird. That's a little self-involved. Like at some point you have to at least have Party in the USA stuck in your head too, nope. right? Mm-mm. Like that has to come back around. Oh, we haven't even gotten to his feud with Miley Cyrus yet. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got me so excited. I know. But no, he does, he does that. Are there any feuds? We're going to talk about it's probably more with Chrissy, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. All right, so you've gotten one, two, two right, one wrong. Okay, okay, that's good. Next one, you ready? Ready. All right, while all that time I was loving you, you were busy loving yourself. Ooh. I would stop breathing if you told me to. (sighs) Now you're busy loving someone else. Wow. Do you want me to repeat it? No, I'm just okay. like letting the lyrics sink in. That was very, um, it was very 
raw boned, as Dave Matthew would say. Bare boned. Bare boned, yeah. Raw boned. <laughs> raw boned. That's oh, it. No. That's something that goes with this. It was so raw dogged that, like. <laughs> Can that be the title of this episode? <laughs> yes. Raw dogging with John Legend. Oh, no. I mean, I wouldn't not. I'm sure Chrissy will have some words to say to you about it. Chrissy would probably be very supportive of I'm it. sure, you know, actually, I think she probably would, yeah. I feel like Chrissy and I would get along really well. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about her. I'm excited to talk about her, so we need to get Okay, but are you, is um, that a lyric? Do you want me yes, to repeat it? Yes, it's a lyric. It? Okay. Do you want to guess what the song is called? Raw Doggin' with John Legend, <laughs> obviously. You're so close, but you're wrong. Take a sip. Which part am I wrong about? All of it. Oh, shit. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> it's from Mary J. Blige. Mm. Her song, Not Gonna Cry. Not Gonna Cry. Yeah. I really like that lyric. I think that's a it's a beautiful sentiment. It, it speaks. I mean, it's sad, but like. It speaks to you like realizing like, does. okay, this relationship is not where it needs to be. I'm giving more than the other person mm-hmm. and I'm done. Not gonna cry about it. I'm Love done. it. Yes. All right, here we go. Next one. I just bought a new car. One where the top goes down so we can see the stars. Okay. Well, this is going to get me in trouble. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like I'm, I'm going to say that it's not John Legend. Okay. And I feel like I'm going to get in trouble because it is going to be John Legend. But my reason for saying that it's not is okay. those feel like very juvenile lyrics that like a 13-year-old girl would listen to or 13-year-old gay boy mm-hmm. and be like, I just feel this so much. This is how much I love this person that I bought this new car and put the top down so we could see the stars. Uh, yeah, you're wrong. It is a John Lennon. It is. Song. Oh, yeah, see, take I it, knew take I was going to get in trouble. I'm going to need more. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll fill up. So that is from his song Wild, and in the music video, he's in like a vintage Beetle convertible with his wife Chrissy Teigen, and it has their kids in the video too. It's real sweet. It's a recent one. Okay, well, that's unfortunate that it's a recent one because he's like a grown ass man and shouldn't be writing juvenile lyrics like that. How dare you? But maybe it's for his kids. Well, the kids aren't in the convertible with them. Oh, so they're just free range feral children running around? Yes. They're attached to the back like little kids. Oh my God. No, no, I'm sorry. Rachel. No, it's terrible. No, they are featuring <laughs> other parts of the video. Well, what would like, the sign say on the back of the car instead of just married if you were using children as cans? Just started to neglect my children. <laughs> just liberated. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. Just committed infanticide. We're going to have to put a like a disclaimer content warning on this one. Don't we always? No. We start off with nuns queefing. That's true. <laughs> that's somehow different than dragging live children. Well, I guess okay. they weren't live for long. <laughs> not for long. Oh, my God. Shit. Oof. All right, John Legend is not murdered. Let's be clear. He has not murdered any children, let alone his own children. Let's just take a step back. Allegedly. Alleged. Well, no, I think we can confidently say <laughs> he has not murdered children. Um, let's get back on track. So All right. I got that one wrong. You got it wrong. wrong. So yeah. how many did you get right? We're tied two. for. No, you got oh. two. That's Have we it. done that's, five questions? Yeah, that's my whole quiz for oh. you. So you got two out of five, so you failed. Okay, but you got a forty percent. Also, did that's not good. I did fairly well for me though. Like if we're grading on a curve here. Oh, we're grading on the Topher curve. We're grading on the Topher curve. Then I did pretty. Fucking sure. Well. Okay. All right. You got yeah. it. Good job. Take a little sip to celebrate your failure. 
Also, I did better than you in your quiz because I gave you a chance to write an essay about it and you still couldn't get it right. Well, no one's arguing there. (laughs) (laughs) So John Legend, like, let's just backtrack a sec. He has not murdered anyone. Let's be clear. He's not. He, He has lived like a pretty good, like, solid life like not a lot of controversy i was gonna say i feel like i've never seen anything about him in like the tabloids like there's mm-hmm. never been a scandal or... he did have one scandal back in oh. 2011 okay. where this other artist anthony stokes so that like john legend ripped off a song from him hmm. john legend denied it but ended up settling out of court with him anyway honestly Which though i kind of get like if you're that famous you're yeah just like okay let's just let it go yeah and honestly if that's the worst scandal that you have it's not because it's not involving your family your right like there, there's no like secret family somewhere not that we like know that. Of. not that we know of that's the point um, of it being secret right yeah and he is very good at hiding his drug problem we've already established allegedly um no but that was the big scandal in his life like most of the, his stuff he's been like super successful like since he got on the scene i i really i have to say you know as somebody who did not know really diddly squat about John Legend before mm-hmm. this. And as I'm learning more, I, I really respect this guy. Like, he sounds he, really amazing. Do you know that he's the first black man to be an EGOT winner? I knew that he was an EGOT. I did uh-huh. not know that he was the first. And that's yeah. so cool. Yep. So he's won multiple Grammys. He took um, out Tracy Jordan. Yeah, that's right. Tracy Jordan. Um, he won an Emmy when he played Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar for NBC. They did a live production. Did not know that. Okay. Yep. That was in 2018. So pretty recent. I'm not actually a fan of that musical. <gasps> I haven't seen it either. So we're both okay. <laughs> um, he won an Oscar for best original song for his song, Glory. Um, in the movie Selma about MLK. I have not seen that movie and it's one that I know I need to watch, but I just haven't. Yeah. And then he also won a Tony because he was a co-producer for the play Jitney on Broadway. For the play what? Jitney. Jitney? J-I-T-N-E-Y. Like Whitney, but with a J. Is it where Jenny McCarthy plays Whitney Houston? Because uh-huh. that sounds really insensitive. Yep. But also not far off. But they won a Tony for it. So good job, wow. Jenny McCarthy. Good job. She was amazing in that role. Who knew you had it in you? <laughs> I didn't. Um, no, I've never actually heard of that play. I um, hadn't either, but I guess it did well. I it sounds. Know. I mean, it sounds like it did. Uh, yeah, I mean, you won a Tony for it. So good job. So, okay. So Oscar for the song in Selma, Tony mm-hmm. for... The Jitney, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Emmy for his thingy and the the TV show production of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? Wait, great! He's won several Grammys, like oh, multiple Grammys. Duh. Yeah, he's got a lot of them. That was a stupid question. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, and I just want to say to you, like the song "Glory" and Selma, like he did that with Common, the rapper. It wasn't just mm. him. See, I only ever collaborate with exclusive the rapper. Not common. No. Beneath you. No. What about Hoi Poi, the rapper? Who? Hoi Poi. Hoi Poi. Hoi Poloi. Oh my God. Hoi Poloi is an amazing Greek rapper, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. Look, this one is, it's hitting me for all the criticism of its is bubbles. Is it hitting you? It's hitting me. Oh no. I tried to make a joke and it did not work. The bubbles are, they're, they're doing better now. They're doing their job now. Okay. Well. Yeah. You've redeemed yourself for now, John Legend. Um, so can we talk about Chrissy? Yeah, let's talk about Chrissy. So let's they, get into they it. met. Do you know how they met? She was 
Okay, so they, if they met in 2006, uh-huh. I don't know what the trajectory of her career is. I know. Okay, so here's what I know about Chrissy. Okay. I know that she is a supermodel. Mm-hmm. And I know that she is on that show where they do the lip syncing battles. It uh-huh. might be called lip sync battles. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, yeah. <laughs> Fact checker's nodding. Um, I know that she is. She has very entertaining tweets. Uh-huh. And as somebody who is not a part of Twitter, uh-huh. I get the highlights. Yes. Which is why I probably don't know about some of the controversies. Yeah. That concludes what I know about Chrissy Teigen. Okay. Oh, I know that she has children. Yep, they do have children And I know together. that maybe there have been some controversial things she said about the way that she raises her children. I feel like she's gotten into some kind of feud on Twitter with somebody um, else. Okay, some so like the thing with the kids is that, and I'll, I'll get back up into like how she and John Legend met and all that, but she's very vocal about like breastfeeding and like all that crap. Yes. And like some people are like, you shouldn't show your boobs, mama, mama. And she's like, oh, wait, no, she's, so I'm, she's advocating for being able to breastfeed your child. Like, and, without I, feeling any shame or okay, well stigma then, fuck it. all those other people. I know, but she does have some like legit controversy about other things she's said and done on Twitter, which okay. we'll get to in a second. Well, this one though, I have to say, yeah, like, she is definitely in the right. Like breastfeed, like you're feeding a child, like it's yeah. not a sexual thing. And, I, and if it I, is a sexual thing, keep it to yourself. If it's a sex, well, first of all, if it's a sexual if thing, if you're in public then, and you get aroused, just shut your mouth about it. And yeah, that's that's a personal problem. Yeah, so I, I have to say, like. As a man. As a white man, my opinion is. This is going to be a great opinion. Yeah. No, but like, so my sibling, I remember going to visit them after uh, they had given birth to my first uh, nibbling, as it were, Mm -hmm. Coraline. And I remember like at one point we had all gone out to dinner and Mm -hmm. my parents were were keeping the baby. And we came back and uh, my sibling just like in the midst of this conversation we're having in the living room, like totally just like bras off shirts down mm-hmm. and i'm like watching my sibling breastfeed a baby their baby yeah. yeah and it was there was a shock value for sure where it was mm-hmm. like i've never seen my sibling's nipple before mm-hmm. this is weird but it was I ha- it was very easy to get over can we just mm-hmm. acknowledge that it's there will be an initial shock when you have not been conditioned to think that this is a natural, beautiful process that is right. not sexual whatsoever. But when you see it, it becomes very apparent. This is not a sexual thing. This right. is not a shameful thing. Right. It's very it's very easy. Get over yourselves. Yeah, I mean, boobs don't have to be sexual. They do not have to be. They should not be sexual. I mean, if you want them to be sexualized, that's well, fine. You can, but you but can sexualize that's not them. the only function of a boob. No, I think that boobs should not be sexualized, except within a context where it's appropriate to sexualize it. Like that's fair. Yeah, it's the same as your entire body. Like yeah. your entire body should not be sexualized. Well, you should me. Well, it's very hard for me not to sexualize <laughs> you, Rachel. Like when I was talking about the nunqueefing. That nun you were thinking about was it. you. <gasps> do I look good in a habit? Yes, you do. Thank you. Let's oh toast to that. God. You're like red bangs like peeking out. Yeah. Ooh, I love mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. So like you don't. Breastfeeding is not a sexual activity. No. It's literally feeding a baby. So get over it. Like and said, it's, a, over it's it. a very beautiful natural process that's really good for the baby. And also, just so I don't get into more trouble, there are a lot of legitimate reasons not to breastfeed as well. That's fine. And that's totally cool. However, babies, we are talking about just the natural process. Babies get fed, you're good to go. Yeah. 
As long as we're not starving them or dragging them behind yeah. a car. You're good. <laughs> You're good. So, so, oh God, we really dug ourselves into a hole. So how did they meet? They met, thank you, Tover. They met on the set for his music video, Stereo. Hmm. Was she a couch bitch? I want to be a couch bitch so bad. Well, you're going to have to keep dreaming because she was not. She was the only woman in the video. Why would her being a couch bitch or not being a couch bitch make my dream of being a couch bitch harder to achieve? Because she can I only do what Chrissy Teigen has like broken ground for me to do? Uh That's right. That's how you live your life, right? What would Chrissy Teigen do? Well, it sounds like I can marry a multimillionaire and right. (laughs) Anyway, that's what's on your rubber band bracelet, right? It is, yes. Um, which all your live strong bracelets, I got enough of stack up your arms, which I'm like, Topher. That's passe. Get rid of them, and you refuse to. It's also cutting off all my circulation. So Not there's to multiple the problems. Smell is the problem too? Oh God! Have you never had like rubber like bracelet? I'm not going to get into some things, but like a rubber band, like on a watch or bracelet, like really rubbing your skin, like it starts to stink after a bit. Um, no, I don't wear cheap jewelry. Oh, okay then. Move on. Maybe I should do another little quiz for you here. Oh, no. <laughs> no, just kidding. I won't, I won't torture you. So, yeah, that's how they met. Um, they dated, became engaged in 2011, got married in 2013. Okay. Had their kids. Both of their kids are. It's a nice long engagement, too. And I love it yeah, because, like. Two-year engagement's a good time. When you've been and together. And dated for a while, too, before, so. Oh, wait. <gasps> Holy shit. I just realized something. What? Their trajectory uh-huh. of their relationship is exactly the same as me and Fact Checkers. <gasps> we were together for five years before he proposed. Okay. That was a problem. And then yeah. two years no, before we Fact got- Checkers says that, that was a delight. Sure, we'll go with that. an asset to the relationship. So, and then we had a two-year engagement before we got married. Okay. Yeah, you guys did have a two-year engagement. Huh? So I did do what Chrissy Teigen would do. Look at that. Well, that's why your bracelet's accurate. Seriously, it's not rubber though. Is it diamond? It is. Okay. It's platinum. Oh, diamond and platinum. Just like John Legend's records. Yeah, he has gone platinum. Cheers. You're right. Good Good job. You intuited that correctly. So they have two children, which they conceived through IVF. And like Chrissy Teigen's also been very open about like IVF and fertility Mm. struggles and things like that. Okay. So that jogs something in my drunken memory right now. Okay. Good. Good. And I feel like... And this is a, a moment where I was proud of myself for not getting involved in, like, an internet war with strangers uh-huh. on the Book of Faces. Uh-huh. But I remember there being, like, some kind of news article where she was talking very frankly about her struggles. Mm-hmm. There might have even been something about losing a pregnancy she, at one point yeah, that she, she was, like, really bearing her soul about. And did. people were dragging her through the mud about how, like, you don't have to, like, oh, but you're such a rich white lady who can afford all these treatments. Well, like you don't need, And I'm like, that doesn't. Not okay. okay. That doesn't affect like any kind of grief that you're yes. experiencing for like what? So she did have a miscarriage last fall. Yes, that's that's what and it I was, was it was halfway through awful. the pregnancy, which is Oh no. I mean not that any time for a miscarriage is a good time, but that's but that's especially difficult. Yeah, to, you've already like yeah. you're setting up a nursery, you're like the, making and they, they had done all that and like in yeah. that, that one music video, like they were showing her baby bump. That's kind of how like the pregnancy was announced <sighs> and and then she had the miscarriage. That's and she awful. wrote 
a very moving, very honest piece about her miscarriage mm-hmm. and how that affected her and her family and like her mental health. Cause she's been very open about like mental health stuff too. Which is great. Yeah. And some people were very insensitive in their responses about and it. People are, people are just yeah. shit on the internet. And that's the thing is like, just, you just can't read that shit. You know, people are shit on the internet because they think that they think you're they're not anonymous. talking to real people. And you well, are. It's not just that. They think that they're not talking to real people, but they also think, especially, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be ageist right now, but they, it's, there's a certain generation that thinks that they are completely anonymous when they're posting shit. And I'm like, I can literally click on your profile and see the names, the dates of birth for your grandkids, like everything. Like I know what your career history is because right, like they're not post, hiding anything. Like, yeah. Like you going to the TGI Fridays in your podunk town. Like obviously I can find you. Yeah. And so, so watch like, it. So watch it. Yeah. Or like learn some privacy settings or something, but you can't just go on the internet. This is a PSA here. You can't just go <laughs> on the internet and, and just say hateful shit about people for no goddamn reason right. other than to make yourself feel better about your miserable life and then like have all of your private information just out there. Like we're going to use that against you. We're going to judge you for that. Okay, so let's get into the judgment part. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so Chrissy Teigen is very vocal on the internet and like especially Twitter like you yes. you mentioned. And she's and like- her drunk like late night tweets yeah, about she does Trump a lot of that. were fucking hilarious. Right. So like those and are accurate. Like, yeah. So she's been very critical of Trump and a lot of conservative people and idiots and all that. However, Uh-oh. this came out fairly recently. Oh no. Chris, do you know who Courtney Stodden is? Courtney Stodden. I don't think so. Fact checker. Do you know? Okay. Fact checker, do me a favor. Pull up a picture. Courtney Stodden has recently come out as non-binary. So okay. I'm going to try to say they, them, but I might slip up and yeah. say she. I'm sorry. It was, it's, it's, but it, Acknowledging that and then yeah. like self-correcting is right. Like I'm yeah. if I'm if I fuck up, just remind me. So Courtney Sodden, mm-hmm, there you go, has very okay. much like a pinup, sexy, very image. much so, very sort of like the Marilyn Monroe and Nicole Smith sort of. Yes, that kind of look like bleached yeah. blonde hair, yeah. big boobs, tan, bright red lips, all that stuff. But Courtney Sodden got married at sixteen when oh. they were just sixteen to Doug Hutchinson, like a D-list actor, when he was in his fifties. This okay. is like a decade ago. First of all, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that Doug Hutchinson is, that's the name, right? Yeah. Is a D-list actor. Yep. Doug Hutchinson's a dumb name. Yeah, I agree on both counts. Yeah. Like when you said Doug Hutchinson. So fact checker, can you pull up a picture of both of them together? Maybe the wedding photo, perhaps. Oh, God. Because when you said the name before you yeah. clarified like D-list actor, my first thing was like, tractor he, enthusiast well that's kind of his vibe he's very like middle-aged bloaty but uh, someone who's had like weird face work oh too. yeah look oh yeah so when they got married also yeah. what is happening with his hands in this picture they're yeah like, he's a they're, gross creep they're somehow managing to both grope her and hover over yeah. her at the mm-hmm. same time and it's so I have to give him props for that because that's a really difficult position to be able to pull off. Yeah, give him it. props for being a creep. Keep going. Keep talking, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. <laughs> so anyway. So they married when she was 16? 16. And he, I'm sorry, they were 16? Oh, sorry. Yes. So Courtney son was 16 and Doug Hutchinson was in his 50s at that time. Wow. And her that's... parents had to like sign off like, that's cool. So her parents are, or sorry, mm. their parents are shut. Doug Hutchinson is a piece of shit. But Courtney Stott and Doug Hutchinson, like, did these interviews. And in the interviews, she just seemed, like, really 
airheady and out of it. But yeah. It's like very sexual and so it was all this weird shit. And at the time too, like I judged Courtney Sutton too. I'm like, oh my god, what an idiot, blah blah blah. I, however, did not put what that on the internet like a decade ago. Okay. I didn't put my critical thoughts on the internet, nor did I specifically DM Courtney Sodden and tell them to kill themselves. Which oh, my court, with God. Chrissy Teigen dead. No. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And did did this happen a decade ago? That yes, she, it, she it did. did so um, Chrissy Teigen was apparently like bullying Courtney Stodden. Oh my god! Online with these like terrible things. And here's the deal: like bullying someone online is obviously like just never okay. But especially a when you're telling someone year to old. kill yourself, yeah, that's a sixteen year old okay. who's in this obviously in this terrible marriage to a middle aged man. Yeah, yeah, like, which is and her parents signed or their parents signed yeah, off their parents on it. Not, exactly. That's. Oof. There was a documentary I watched about child brides recently that's just the most it's, terrifying thing it's ever. It's super fucked up. It's so fucked up. Um, and the the parents' involvement in it is is just so, like, it's terrifying. It's a it's, terrifying prospect. Right. So has, mean, Chrissy, has Chrissy addressed that? Well, here's the thing. Because so, you, can, you can say things and be, you can do bad things. You can. And then it's how you handle it after that. Right. I feel so like. this actually came out, like, the... The revelations of this came out a couple years ago when Courtney Stodden had divorced Doug Hutchinson and was like okay. trying to start her own. So they music got career. out. That's good, right? And they were talking about like, can you hand me the bottle? Yeah, of course. They're talking about how like they got bullied and like were treated really unfairly, which they were. That's and Courtney awful. alluded to Chrissy Teigen like saying these things, but recently, within the past week, Courtney Stodden did an interview and like talked about it. Thank you again. Lovely sound, by the way. It is so pretty. As we're talking about really heavy, awful. And pulled up, like, actual, like, screenshots of what Chrissy Teigen said. Like, it wasn't just, like, I'm alluding to this. Like, no, this is, like, yeah. what Chrissy Teigen said. So Chrissy Teigen. But that's Teigen, fair. And I would do that, too, if I were, if I had been victimized by that. Of course, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So Chrissy Teigen, like, went on social media and apologized to Courtney Stodden and said, like, I'm so sorry. I was a different person then. Like, I was a troll, blah, blah, blah. I've grown wow. more. okay. Which, okay, that's fair. But <laughs> Chrissy Teigen no. also said, like, I reached out to Courtney Stodden and tried to apologize to them. And Courtney Stodden was like, no, you've actually blocked me on Twitter. Here's a screenshot of me, like, being blocked by you, and you have not reached out to me. But so. that, okay, but I, I just want to throw okay. an alternate perspective into okay. that. I'm sure that at that point, maybe there was a blocking that happened, but you can also unblock people. And and so here's here's where I'm going with this. I listen to Sarah Silverman's podcast, mm-hmm. and it's it's a joy. It's a delight. Sarah? Sarah, if you're have listening. Have us on. Or you come yes. on ours. Or you whatever. come on ours, yeah. Both. We'll do um, we'll do it both ways. That's cool. No, but it's it's a really it's a it's a wonderful podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sarah is just such a an emotionally intelligent person and you know, mentally mm-hmm. intelligent person. But there was a an episode that came out a little a little while back um about Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And there was also one about Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've listened to those, but both of those were Sarah issuing an apology because of something that she did in her career mm-hmm. that that hurt these people through her comedy. And there was a lot of like kind of, you know, crossed wires and things like that, especially mm-hmm. with the Britney situation. With the Paris situation, it was much more of a, no, I was I was mean to you. Mm-hmm. I I trolled you for the sake of my job and I didn't handle it well. Mm-hmm. But in both of those situations, 
there was a like legitimate direct sort of reaching out to that person once Sarah realized like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that to you. Right. Which and, you should, you should yeah. reach out to that person. But, but there was never any connection. And so, and so these people were operating for years under the impression that this person like just didn't care. Right. When in reality, no, like Sarah actually did reach out and try and the, the, but that never got to that person. So I think mm-hmm. that there is a realm of possibility for Chrissy Teigen having been like, I was actually. There, there could be because sometimes things do get lost. Things get lost. You know. And, and but, I don't think that she would lie about that. Like no. if she's if she's owning up to the fact that like I was absolutely in the wrong with this. There's yeah, no reason for her did. to lie and say that like, oh, I, I tried to reach out because she's not even saying like, oh, I already made it right. She's just saying like, oh, no, no but I tried to reach, to reach out. But of, of the two, Chrissy is more famous. I feel like it is easier for her to reach out to Courtney and get to Courtney than Courtney reaching out to Chrissy. You know what I mean? But also if you think about just like all the different ways that that gets filtered through. It does. And if, if you, if you are trying to reach out to someone and you have these resources, but for whatever reason, it's not happening, then you can also misunderstand and think, oh, this person just does, legit sure. doesn't want to talk to me. And so then you just stop, yeah. you know? And Courtney sound like in, in their response, she was like, well, I accept Chrissy Teigen's apology, but just to, you know, right. like I haven't heard from her and yeah. nobody like on my team has heard from her. Like something absolutely could get lost. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll just never really know what happened. We'll never really know. Um, So that is kind of like the big shitty thing that's been revealed from Chris. That that is kind of a bummer because when you were talking about like having a scandal or a a controversy, I was kind of anticipating it was going to be more along the lines of like, I chew up my child's food and then baby bird it into their. Oh, mouth. not Alicia Silverstone, not that, not that realm. But I was thinking it was going to be a little bit more like inane, like that. But this is actually like kind of serious. No, and I think like the reason this came out and it was like so shocking is because Chrissy Teigen very and John Legend too, like they put out this image of like being a very wholesome, like loving mm-hmm. family, and like yeah, they've had their struggles or they like keep it real, like with their drunk late night tweets right. or like shitting on Trump, which everybody should do. Do it. And also, her speaking out just for all of. The boomers out there that are hating on Chrissy Teigen. She's not a white woman, so please stop saying that she's... Right. Not, once again, are not understanding what white privilege is. Right. Right. <laughs> Classic she's, example. She's Asian and Scandinavian, yeah. so let's just throw that out and more Asian looking. So there's parts of that. And there's also parts of that criticism directed at her, too, which I'm sure is based yeah. in race, too, and racism. Yeah. However, like, you shouldn't tell someone, especially a kid. To kill themselves. Like, that's that's, fucked up. That's fucked up. That's unacceptable. And to be fair, too, like, Courtney Stein said it was not just Chrissy Teigen, but other well-known people who were giving her those terrible messages as well. So weird. Which... So, like, like, why did they even care? Because at the time, and I was very much a part of it, too, like, reading, like, the gossip blogs and all that shit. (laughs) You're logging on to Perez Hilton. Well, that was part of it. It was kind of in that heyday of Perez Hilton. Was Courtney Stein was being portrayed as like this dumb bimbo who's just like this sexy idiot who's trying to get famous any way she can and that was by marrying this older washed up guy right and being in the tabloids and i would instead of being like no this is fucked up that her parents are going or their parents are going along with it sorry and this middle-aged man is taking advantage of a kid right and in retrospect, yeah. that's terrible. It is terrible. And, right. And Regardless sure, of who that kid is or how annoying or obnoxious or not. <laughs> I love or that. Not. I love that. That we're just thinking like, yeah, they were fucking annoying. So their parents were like, let's get you out of this house. But just like whatever 
a 16 year old presents himself to the media, the fact is like, they're still a kid mm-hmm. and you shouldn't, as an adult, you should never direct your hate toward a teenager like that. That's messed 100%. up. So, and we could probably do an entire episode just on hating this. teenagers. No, that yes. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. We're not going to do that. Uh, no, but on on Courtney and and their motivations behind mm-hmm. things and this whole situation. Because I'm sure it's a very there's a lot to talk about there. But well, at yeah. the end of the day, the issue here is Chrissy. That was not right. It wasn't right. We know that you're better than that. You should I, be better than that because that's messed up. You have you have kids. Imagine if your children yeah. were in that position, you would be upset. By and that. also, I don't know how old their kids are. Pretty young, young. Yeah, kids, and yeah. so I feel like probably a lot of that perspective came with realize that realization like like, i I hope that you learn and grow yeah you know a decade later and and, you know honestly like we're not we're not nowhere near as famous as john legend or chrissy teigen or any of the celebrities like like close second but still not quite there we're very yeah we're just like right on the cusp yeah but i'm sure like looking back i ordered an egot the other day it just hasn't gotten here yet yeah Ooh, real diamonds (laughs) and platinum but I'm sure, like, we'll probably look back and be like, ooh, shouldn't have said that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So part of it is, like, learning and growing. It is It is about learning and growing. How you address those situations right. once they're brought up to you. I, I mean, like. You fuck up, acknowledge it, and try to do better. Mm-hmm. But, so, like, that's the, honestly, like, that's the biggest scandal with John Legend. And it's not really even him. It's just because of Association, his wife. Yeah. yeah. But he's done a lot of, like, getting back to John, like, he's done a lot of really good work. Like charity work? Yeah, he's done like good charity work. He's raised money for Haiti, for Hurricane Katrina victims. <laughs> he's raised, I thought you were going to say he's raised money for Hurricane Katrina. He's like, that hurricane can do bit, more. I believe in her. That bitch was underfunded when she approached the U.S. And then she was like, oh, boom, John Legend just paid me to. He just like threw money into the wind and she sucked it up. <laughs> he played for Obama. In 2008, he played um, at this thing called, uh, oh crap, where is it? This song called Yes We Can. That's not cute. It is cute. I will say, I don't Two feel like nose. that's like, well. Rude. I don't think that it's like charity work when you do things like that. I'm like, I'm sure he was. I'm sure he benefited. Like he, his yeah. profile was raised. He'd already won a Grammy though at that point. So I'll, I'll give it that to him. That's true. That, and that was yeah, very you know? early on in his career. I will yes. say that too. So if that makes a difference. I, th- I think there would be a difference now if they were like. And now John Legend's going to play at the presidential inauguration. And it's like, well, yeah, it's he did. John Legend. He did actually for Biden. Did he really? Yes, he really did. I didn't, so I didn't it was watch like the gala. A, it was a, tel- like a TV thing called Celebrating America. Gotcha. That was a part of like Joe Biden's inauguration. I don't, yeah. I'm pretty sure he didn't play like at the actual inauguration. I really don't think No, because the inauguration, was like a that was Jennifer Lopez yeah. and... Who else? Tell Fuck, me. I was, I mean, I was drunk when I was watching You're it. You're a celebrity expert, so tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot too. I was going to say, that's Rachel's way of saying stay in your lane. No, that's Rachel's way of saying, shit, I forgot. Topher, tell me and I'll give you a hard time for getting it wrong. Um, no, it was J-Lo. And Amanda Gorman recited yeah, her But there poem. was another singer too. Oh, a country guy. Oh. Shit, and he wore jeans and everybody like, like you're too casual. He also ignored but all of the- But you're a country like, singer, so No, but he jeans. ignored the mask and social distancing protocols and like forced, like- went in aggressively for hugs with the different politicians. I just Did raised your boob. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not sorry. You um, shouldn't be. I'm sexualizing your boobs right now. Oh, no. But yeah, and it was like one of those things where we're all like drunk watching this inauguration. All of America was drunk watching that inauguration because we're like, thank God. For one reason or another. Yeah. 
Probably, yes. All of America Mm -hmm. was drunk. Anyway. So anyway, like, yeah, John Legend has done a lot of really good charity work. He also did, which is really interesting. He was in a documentary in 2009 called The People Speak, which was about Howard Zinn's book, A People's History of the U.S. Okay. Which I thought was really interesting and kind of niche that he he was in that. Because it's really cool, though. Yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah, so John Legend has done some, like, some really cool stuff. As you mentioned, he's been on The Voice. He was also on a short-lived show called Duets, also with Kelly Clarkston, Jennifer Nettles. Did you say Kelly Clarkston? Yes. Is there a T? Fact checker. Check it. That's your job. That's your sole duty in this whole podcast. <laughs> Is it Kelly Clarkson or Kelly Clarkston? It's just I the totally way that, wrote it down with a T. It's just the way that you said it. I enunciated it too It much. is Kelly Clarkston. No, demon, I was wrong. Kelly, add a fucking T to your name so I can look like the smart one and Topher can look like the fool. <laughs> also, how fun would it be if Kelly Clarkson had a wine? Oh, bitch. <laughs> Who's that directed at? Oh, You're Kelly. The world. Okay. And this is one of those good bitches. Like, <laughs> you don't understand. There are two people in this world uh-huh. that if they had a wine or a liquor, uh-huh. I mean, we would have to do it. But also, like, I cannot guarantee uh-huh. the quality of the content that's going to come from me during this. Okay. Those people are Kelly Clarkson mm-hmm. and Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. That's very fair for you. Yeah. I would just lose my shit okay. the whole time. I would be so, like, uh I would love Side it. Side note, have you ever seen Kelly Clarkson's in Seth Meyers' episode of Day Drinking? No. Oh, we're going to watch it when we're done. It is delightful. Um, can we also watch from Justin to Kelly? No. Oh. But we can continue to drink. If that makes <laughs> you feel the, better. It's the same experience, we'll basically. We'll just make up musical nonsense in our head. How yeah. about that? Anyway, how did we get on Kelly Clarkson? Because John Legend was on a show with her. Yes, okay, called I Duets. would watch that. I oh, okay, but here's the here's the shitty dude. Know. Robin Thicke was on it too. Oh, he's such a weirdo. I yeah. okay, so I also watched The Masked Singer. Uh huh. Because I have poor taste in TV. That's true. And Fact he, checkers so he's on it. With Ad. And I'm so embarrassed because they're in season five right now. Uh huh. And I was watching. I think it was either the, I think it was the beginning of this season that mm-hmm. I was watching and Fact Checker does not like to watch these with me. So Fact Checker will go and like wash dishes while I'm watching the mass singer mm-hmm. and like you put him to work. Yeah. Yep. And I had this epiphany mm-hmm. as I was watching the mass singer where I was like, "Oh my god." And I had to, I, I even paused it for this, mm-hmm. right? I pause it, make him turn off the water that he's washing dishes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh my god, if you close your eyes, Robin Thicke sounds exactly like Alan Thicke. And then I heard <gasps> it come I heard Topher. it come out of my mouth and I was like, wait, their last name is both Thicke and they sound exactly alike. Is are they related? And and Fact Checkers <laughs> Fact Checkers just looking at me with this like look of utter like disgust and disbelief. Like, are you really asking me this? And that's the day I was that many years old when I realized That was it, yesterday. Yep. It was I mean, it was earlier this year. So there's that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Topher. There's that. What you don't know continues to amaze me. Um, I, I'm sure you feel the same about me and my lack of wine knowledge. Well, here's the deal, though. Like, I just have a very <laughs> specialized knowledge that is not helpful in the real world. It's helpful in the wine world, which it is, is all that matters. And how often do we encounter that world? Every day. 
<laughs> well, if we're lucky. Every day. Um, but no, but like Kelly Clarkson and John Legend together on The and Voice. And Jennifer Nettles. And Jennifer. No, she's on the show Duets. Well. Not The Voice. But the, Kelly but Clarkson and John Legend are in The Voice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's correct. I was like, don't talk to me about The Voice. Yeah. I have I have made it clear that I watched the first two episodes of every single season. You were sassing me with your hand gestures <laughs> right now. It was very. <laughs> he, oh, won, he won the recent The Voice. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Spoilers. It's not a spoiler. I hadn't gotten to that episode. Well, okay, then. Spoiler for you. <laughs> spoiler alert. I wasn't going to get around to that episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler oh, no. alert. This, this wine is very tricky because you don't think you're getting drunk, but <laughs> then your words betray one. you. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm doing fine. And then your mouth is like, no, you're not. No, no, you are not. Your words are not going to come is out. The liar. Yeah. That's great. So he was, um, yeah, 2019. Mm. So is that a spoiler from two years ago? I mean, it was to me because okay. we've established that I don't ever watch beyond those first couple of episodes. He was also voted People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2018. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wait, wasn't Blake Shelton in like 2018? That's a mistake. Yeah. But it's just funny. Are they just doing... The voice. The voice. Like, is, is Kelly Clarkson going to be 2021 <gasps> Sexiest Man Alive? I will support that. I would, too. I love her. Kelly, come on our show. You'll have a good time. We promise you. She's so you. much fun. She's just so, like, naturally Topher wonderful. will cook a lovely dinner for you. I will. I will clean my house beforehand. That's my promise. Well, that would be a change of pace. <gasps> I'm just kidding. Your house is always wonderful. Dare when you. Come in. How dare you, Topher? It was just, it was low-hanging fruit. I had to. It was. Okay. What was I going to ask you about? Ooh. Uh-oh. This is a fun one, and I had no idea about this. Well, then I certainly didn't. Oh, wouldn't it be fun if I did, though? It would be amazing. John Legend's a cyborg. You are actually pretty fucking close. Oh, my God, man. really? So, you know how Google has, like, the Google Assistant? Yeah. And they have different voices? Oh. He did a voice for Google Assistant really? in 2018. Is it his speaking voice, or does he sing? I would assume speaking voice. I would assume singing. Well, either way, I'm sure it'd be lovely. Interesting. So he's almost a cyborg. I love that. You know what? Let's toast that. Wow. How the fuck did you know that, bud? Mm, I got that. Cyborg? Yeah. Are you a cyborg? Maybe a cyborg? I am too. If I were a cyborg, I'd have a lot better knowledge about pop culture. <laughs> like mm, calculating. And then you would look it up. <laughs> I'm like a cyborg that has like 1990s internet connection where it takes me about a good hour. Is that to, why like, you always do that page. screeching sound yes. when you try to think of something? You're like, eh. Um, first of all, that's my singing voice, and it's lovely. You do have a lovely singing voice. I'm not being snarky. You do have a nice singing voice. I'm not going to shit you on that far. Oh, did you see the new Beauty and the Beast? I did, and I loved it. He did the title track with Ariana Grande. Yes. Oh, you've got feelings about that. I do. Okay. So we've already established that Celine Dion is basically a goddess walking among us. Yes. And she originally did it with, was it Peebo Bryson? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Our um, fact checker is confirming. I did not know that. Our fact checker just Which was nodding. like a major, <laughs> a major thing in her career mm -hmm. in 1994. It just like really, or 1993, I think it was 1994. Um, really like Beating catapulted her. Yeah, I think it was 94. I say 94. Fact checker Because I'm pretty sure that, um, that I am Little correct. Mermaid was 93. No, Little Mermaid was earlier. Little Mermaid was 89, no, 90. Because I went and saw it in the theater. Well, you had a false memory. Fact checker will confirm both of those. And I cried afterwards because the emotions were 91 too much for, me. for Little Mermaid. 
Beauty and okay. the Beast. Well, then we were Shit. both. We were okay, both. Okay, Little friends. Mermaid. What year? I'm, I really want to say eighty nine. Wait, I will bet. You- Hold on, that- hold on, hold on. I will bet all the money in my wallet. Oh, shit. She doesn't have any money in her wallet, I have by the coins. Way. <laughs> She's going to throw coins at me. Yes, I will. Okay, so Beauty and the I want to change my answer. 93. For what? Beauty and the Beast. He just said it was 91. Oh, 91 for Beauty and the Beast? It's really hard because I keep changing my age, too. <laughs> yes, and so do. it's like trying to like keep track of the math here. Okay, so Little Mermaid, I'm going to go hard on 1989. <sighs> what year? Is it? Is it? I'm going to say 90. Is it 89? Fuck yeah, I got it. That's insane. I was like. Okay, I said I I would give you my coins. Mm -hmm. But I remember going to see. No, I I literally was. Okay, but what are you going to give me for being right? That's what I care about. Oh, I didn't put anything at stake. Well, I think you owe me something. I'll give you a giant thing of bubble bath. Okay, that's fair. I'll take it. (laughs) That I already gave you when I walked into your house. (gasps) That's true, you sneaky bastard. (laughs) But yeah, so the new Beauty and the Beast song you weren't a fan of. Well, no, it's not that I wasn't a fan. It's just that like. Hmm. It sucked is what you're saying. I just, first of all, Ariana Grande does do a very good impression of Celine Dion. She's very good at musical She's impressions. She's very good at musical impressions. And I do enjoy a lot of her songs. However, it just felt disrespectful to me. It's my, it's oh. my favorite Disney movie along uh-huh. with Little Mermaid. He loves Stockholm Syndrome. It's well. In, he had yeah. a good library. I mean. Yeah. Honestly, would, wouldn't you get the beast I would, if, he, I, if you got to have that fucking library? I, I thought that I was, and then he did not deliver the library. <laughs> Just because the fact checker has some horns, he can't help with that. And he's constantly yelling at me, it is forbidden. Well, that's fair. Yeah. You are always trying to touch things that you're not supposed to. <laughs> um, first of all, we're married, so I'm pretty sure I can touch any of it. That's not how consent works, Topher. Not in the state of Georgia. Look up your penal code. Oh, no. Georgia, get better. Uh, yeah, it's it's a problem. Yeah. We just had a conversation about that recently. Yeah. What were we talking about? Ariana Grande, John Legend's song. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Let's wrap but, this up, by the way. Yes, but I did love, I did love that Celine Dion got, since they disrespected her by having someone else cover her song mm-hmm. they gave her a new song <gasps> Ooh. yeah and so it's something like a moment lasts forever um it's it's not as good as beauty and the beast but she's singing it so i was there for it so you're there for it yeah. okay well and we- i made i made fact checkers stay through the entire credits so that we could hear the second credit oh, song was it the credits song? it not was even in the movie well the Celine. the mm. beauty and the but you know, John Legend and Ariana Grande didn't sing Beauty and the Beast in during the movie. I thought they both played Ottomans. Why? <laughs> no, that's just that's just Ariana Grande having a really weird hair day. Okay. <laughs> All right. While we finish our last little slip, I'm going to tell right, you right. my favorite thing about John Legend. Ooh, okay. Okay. So he was in a Lifetime documentary. I know you love Lifetime. I love Lifetime. I know you I'm do. such an old woman, even though I'm 19. It's okay. I interviewed to work at Lifetime. I Did you, you? I told you that before. I forget things. I know. That's okay. Every day is a surprise for you. So it's I'll it's a wonderful way to exist. So this was a few years ago, but he was in a Lifetime documentary called Surviving R. Kelly. Mm hmm. And he was like one of the few celebrities to go on record. And he said, like basically spoke out against R. Kelly. And afterward, people were like, oh, you're so brave for speaking out. He's like, no, I'm not brave. He said, and I quote, I believe those women and don't give a fuck about protecting a serial child rapist. Easy decision. That is an incredible reason to love John Legend. Fantastic. 
Like, you know what, John Legend, you did such a good job with that. I appreciate that. That's that's really great. All yeah. Right, so let's finish these. Okay. And deliver our verdict. do it. All right. Are we going to count down or just shout it? Um, why not both? Okay. One. Three. Okay. Two. That's, that's how counting <laughs> down works. We can't count down, apparently. All right. Three, two, one. Not Only slightly guilty. guilty. Okay. Why only slightly? The bubbles? The bubbles were a problem for me. Okay. They did not maintain... So does I don't he need like to drinking. do community service for you then? Yes. Okay. Just come serenade you at your home? Um, for how many hours are you going to make him do this? No, I don't need him to come serenade me. Um, but I oh, do okay. I do need I do need like an open invitation to come and hang out with him and Chrissy. Okay. Um, Sans kids. <laughs> I mean, not how that. many again, how many hours are we counting this for? Oh, 120. 120 hours. That should be enough time for me to like really become like to a, really insert a yourself good, into yeah, the live. Exactly. Okay, like, that's, at this point, I think that's there. accurate. I mean, they like to drink, so obviously he has a wine. Yeah. Well, and hopefully he's not only ever serving that because again, the bubbles. Very judgy about the bubbles. I mean, the bubbles were a problem. I my glass did just fine. I just want to put that on the record. Rachel thinks that wine tastes like Wilch's grape juice. For our stenographer friends out there, you can read back the transcript and my bubbles are doing nice and tight. They were good. They were nice and tight. Maybe your glass was doing Kegels because mine was not. <laughs> yeah, your glass was a little. Mm. No, I'm going to I'm going to say that the flavor, um, which we didn't really even talk about that much. It was good, though. It was good. Um, little, it what, was... what fruit notes did you get? Apricot. I'm going to say apricot. I oh, OK. Wrong. Wow. Well, I could be very wrong. That was interesting. <laughs> I could see that. It was it was kind of like a little bit of an apple-y and berry flavor. I did not flavor. get apple or berries at all. It was, but my palate. It was very tart. Mm-hmm. And when champagne goes flat or when sparkling wine, because this isn't champagne. Mm-hmm. When sparkling mm-hmm. wine goes flat, it's just not the same. Uh-huh. And it gives like a weird like soury flavor because you don't have that brightness to like back up mm. the flavors. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was kind of, that was kind of a miss. I have to say, I'm a little bit disappointed. It felt very basic. <gasps> Ooh, that is rude. We're going to hear from Chrissy about this. Well, Chrissy, as long as you behave yourself on social media, then we can have a conversation about it. So, Chrissy, you talk to Type Bubbles about this. <laughs> <laughs> or Generous even... Sips over here. She Generous is a huge Sips. fan. Huge fan. So, if anybody wants to give their opinion, only nice ones. You can find us <laughs> on social media at True Crimes Against Wine. Yep, True Crimes Against Wine on Facebook and Instagram and also gmail.com. That's it. So that's that's it for us. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.